This is another episode of D-Lo Speaks. This is episode 9, and it is part 2 of episode 8. And we will have the guests Rich and Erica joining along with me on episode 9. And I want to thank y'all for tuning in. I'm good. That's good. That's good. What do you got? What do you have planned for tomorrow? Work. Oh no. <laughs> nah. Yeah. This they man got... say he's ready and they ain't even come in yet. You know what? He be holding us back. Black people. Black people. Ooh. Yes, Rich. We talking about you. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> we sure was. We sure was. <laughs> <laughs> what I do? Just chiming in, even though you said you was ready. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, had to, I had to handle some he stuff. He just finds that so funny, huh, Red? <laughs> it was, it was. But I had to handle some things, so. You know well. how that goes. <laughs> yeah. I said, Rich must be um putting the chicken in the oven down the street or something. <laughs> That's definitely what he was doing. <laughs> oh man! Well, this is episode nine, which is part right, two Jesus. of episode <laughs> eight, and y'all ready for this? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. So. Now, who y'all really think these gatekeepers are, man? Like, I was just researching at work, waiting to get off, and I was like, you know, this article's saying a whole lot. But I just started thinking about some stuff, and I'm like, are these DJs and journalists really the gatekeepers? I don't think so. I think they're trying to make them as gatekeepers. I think some of them might be. Like, for example, I feel like Flex is, but he has his times when it's like, dude, like, <laughs> I will shoot you sometimes. But Exactly. <laughs> but <laughs> I do believe, like, just maybe a few of them are. And I do believe, like, in this day and age, it's just everybody just being paid. Everybody's being paid for opinions and it's just at this point, I don't believe there's really no gatekeepers anymore. I, they, if you look at the set of hip hop, it's like everything just going bad. They letting everything slide. This is true. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's, it's the great one. To me, she won, but I don't think she want to be one right now because I feel like she's still out here making her music. You know, so I don't think she. It's like she knows she's won, but at the same time, she you know she doesn't want to be it at the moment. Who and who you said that was? Nikki. Oh yeah, true. yeah. I think a lot of them, like that's, you know, similar to her position. I think that a lot of them is just focusing on the music part, and I don't think you know that they would be ready to take that title until they, you know, take a break. But like even who then, said, like like with her, who else? 
that's who you feel is focusing on their music. Like when it comes to artists who might have came around, came out the same time as her. Like when I think about it, I think rappers like Nicki. Um, well, I can say Big Sean because okay, I feel like I feel like people kind of like turn away from him and they don't like respect him enough as a lyricist. But I do think that he could be considered a gatekeeper because he did set a tone. Um, I consider J. Cole a, a gatekeeper. Um, I can, I'm gonna put Drake on the fence, and the only reason oh, why he felt the fence. I'm sorry, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> the only reason why I put him on the fence is because he's. Like, I feel like when it gets to a, a certain point when certain things happen in the music and he feels like he want to chime in, like, he could give a speech or, you know, say something that could grasp a lot of people's attention. But at the same time, he's still on this level of, I want to be relevant. So that's why I'm putting him on the fence. But I do think that he could be a gatekeeper. He just No, it's like if you had these everything came allegations came out to which you had a ghostwriter. No. There ain't no gatekeepers. You're not I mean, Yeah, that's true. Involved with that. Like if we're gonna talk about gatekeepers, we're talking about the ones that are just staying true to hip hop. He has That's true. But I feel like in some, like some, I mean, in this I guess case, y'all uh, might as well add Cardi in there. In that case, is you want to do uh, that? No, 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 no. Negative. No. <laughs> like, if you want to do that, I mean, but, <laughs> but, but no, there's a difference speak. though because Drake, he can still write his own music. Cardi can't. But she's so saying she can. But she's saying that she can write her stuff though. What? Even though it's that she can write anything. Even though it came out that, like, you know, she said it herself, she had her ghostwriters and everything, and she had help and stuff like that, but she's saying that she she does write. She's saying that she does write just as well as Drake saying he does write, too. I mean, we knew he was writing. We knew it. But when them tracks came out, it was like, okay, damn. But now you got somebody that says that she writes just as well, but has people that, you know, write for her, too. So it's like, what's the difference? Well, as, well, for Drake, I feel like the difference would be that was just for that one moment. And even with the reference track coming out and the guy speaking out about it, he didn't make it seem like it was something that Drake wanted him to do. It was like they both contributed to the writing for that album. So, but you're not supposed to, though. If you're if you're considered this hip hop person, there's this person that's staying true to hip hop. You shouldn't have that. That's true. That's, that's why I kind of feel like, well, what's the difference with her? With with Cardi, there. What's what's the difference? Well, see, with Cardi, we already knew that she wasn't writing, and it's obvious that you could tell the difference from her mixtape days, and then when she hit mainstream. It's no way in this world that Cardi turned on the light switch and all of a sudden her lyrics changed in a different way from what she was rapping when she first came out. And then for her to come out and say that 
she had writers, but then try to lie and switch it and make it seem like she had co-writers, but she was still writing, to then turn around and switch her story again. It's like, okay, we know that you're lying, but her Cardi's situation is different from Drake's. The only similarity is that they both had a co-writer. Which shouldn't happen. That's why I feel yeah, like he should be off the fence, okay? He wasn't even on the white fence, okay? He was on the <laughs> the, the, no. the the silver fence <laughs> that oh, break. No, that okay? would hurt. <laughs> yeah, people sitting on that one. Because when that happened, when that stuff came out about that, that was like, okay, Drake, come on now. What's happening here? Yeah, and it's like you got, I'm here a party next door was right for him, the weekend too, so it's like, what's happening? But, you can continue on with your other people when we scratching out Drake, okay? I'm gonna keep Drake for me. <laughs> no, I don't know what fish you get him on. Maybe he's just rolling a boat, because no, he ain't jumping <laughs> this fence. No. Um, definitely Kendrick. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Let's see. I would give Chance the rapper um the gatekeeper title. Um M. Mm. He support fraudulent stuff too, so mm. Who? Eminem? No, I was saying Chance. Who he support? You already know who he support. <laughs> but keep going. Keep going. I think he could still be a gatekeeper. I just think that a lot of these people who are like, who focus on the art and they respect it, they could be a voice for a lot of people. But within this day and time and the many people who listens to certain artists, I just feel like at this point, like you said earlier, really it's no gatekeepers. It's just, you know, they're trying to make um, gatekeepers, but at this point in the current climate, like, nobody is really focusing on that because they're allowing too much to happen. And it shouldn't be happening, but they're all, like, they're giving them a pass because they noticed that they could, like, use these people to keep their company in with getting money. And yeah, it's all it's all a money game. Exactly. That's what it is. Like these new artists that's coming in, they're being manipulated to push certain agendas that they don't even realize they are pushing to make certain people more money, and that's what it is. Um, as far as uh, DJs and um, these hosts being ghosts, um, the ghost <laughs> gatekeepers, I don't. I feel like they're not. Not really. I can't really see them as a gatekeeper. They're like the media. They're just supposed to only push or help um, spread out the influence of the artists, which are gatekeepers. The artists are gatekeepers. Mm -hmm. They're the one that can push and influence the community. And it's always been like that. So it's really up to the artists. All these DJs and radio hosts, all they're they're supposed to do is just spread the message. That's all. Mm -hmm. And then, like, when I was reading that article and they mentioned that like the DJs and the journalists and different people like that could be um, gatekeepers and I thought about it and I was like you know how could you give a DJ the gatekeeper title 
But if a DJ have a problem with an artist, they're quick to blackball them. You can't be a gatekeeper if you're going to blackball an artist and keep them from even being heard. What gatekeeper okay. would do that? Yeah, true. And then I was just like, okay. And then you have the journalists who y'all are calling the gatekeepers. And it's like, are they going to, like, will they be fair? Or are they going to be biased? Because they don't like a certain artist? Or... That's what they do now. That's what all of them do now. They're very exactly. biased. Because exactly. they don't supposed to like somebody's <laughs> attitude or something like that. Like, okay, we don't like your attitude while you're sitting on the radio. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's it, like, it's ridiculous. And at this point, it's just like, I feel like the only solid one right now is Sway. Yeah. 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 You can say that. Yeah, he, he still sticks to the code. Mm-hmm. And that's because he really understand it. And See, just... it's not every, it's not every DJ or host um, really understands the elements and what and the impact of hip hop they just know about certain artists and they would um, interview them but they don't know that so you really can't look at them as a gatekeeper for hip hop or really the culture of hip hop if they're not directly involved in it right and then um, let me see like I feel what's, what's that light skinned dude name that had interviewed Nikki on Genius after she dropped Queen right Y'all know who I'm talking about? And then remember he had... I know who you were talking about. I don't know his name, though. Yeah, and then he had interviewed her for the pink print, too. But I don't even... Like, I feel like he has, like, a lot of say-so because I feel like he don't even try to be biased. But, like, I don't hear him speak out enough, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't ever see him speak out or... Or maybe it's just because I just haven't. Is he, does he wear glasses? No, not him. Oh, not him. Elliot. Yeah, him. That's um, him. I think he's getting paid too. He's getting paid too because he had it out against Nikki too. He was pro promoting Cardi and everything. I think he in on her too or whatever. Like he gonna do his job. Mm. And now, like if you look on his Instagram page, like he do post like you know a lot of hip hop things at times, especially artists. But he he definitely was biased at a at a certain point. I think everybody was last right. year. Everybody was very biased. And mm-hmm. and that's another thing, like I feel like when it comes to certain things that these artists do or people feel like they can't um appreciate or they don't wanna deal with, then they all of a sudden wanna turn against the person or an artist just to join the bandwagon and for what you should be able to have your own mind in this hip hop game or culture or whatever you want to call it you should be able to have your own mind to respect an artist for what they've done how far they've gotten who they've done it for and more like you cannot be mad because a Cardi came out and then y'all trying to get rid of Nikki, or if Little Kim decided to drop an album, and then y'all compare her to Nikki and try to make it seem like Nikki's still using Kim Blueprint. Y'all don't do this when 
um, Thugger or Lil Uzi or none of them come out, y'all don't compare them to Jay. Lil Wayne, easy, yep, or exactly. Lil Wayne. Right. And even that, even with them not even trying to compare them to Wayne, you can hear Wayne all through them, but nobody talks about that. Right. Because recently, the y'all remember the, I don't know if y'all heard it, but the two singles that um, Lil Uzi dropped like maybe two months ago, I can't remember the name of him, but mm. he dropped them on SoundCloud. I thought I was listening to a Lil Wayne record. Yeah, Uzi was <laughs> dropping his album on SoundCloud. Trying to get that record deal. Like, he was dropping everything. I'm like, this is too much for me, Uzi. You was like one of my like, favorite artists. It's, I guess down to Uzi Bird. Yeah, he's, he's a good artist. I think that he he's a pretty good artist, but... Hopefully he write his stuff. I hope so too. But I want people to understand how much of an influence that pretty much Young Money had on everybody. But don't try to make it seem like Nikki wasn't part of that. And then don't blame her for the way that she came up and try to make it seem like she be out here stealing stuff. She didn't steal nothing. She did like what any other artist would do. They look back on the people that influenced them. They take bits and pieces from how they influenced them and they make it their own. Then they right. get bigger. Yeah. And that's what Nikki did. And I'm sure that's what Wayne did. I'm sure that's what Jay did. And anybody <laughs> else. That's what it is. She did one pose and all of a sudden she's looking. Kim. Exactly. And oh then, no, it's the the wigs, just the hair color. She's so uh, it, really, it, really right, it really started off with that pose, that signature pose. And it that, did. That's why in still, was it Still I Rise? Or something when mm-hmm. she was saying how they was trying to compare her to Kim and said she was trying to be Kim. Yep. So it was really yep. that pose. And then afterwards, she started doing the wigs and stuff. And like we was discussing before, the outfits don't look anything like the... um the only thing that was really similar was the hair color and they would say she's copying her because of the hair color making it seem like Nikki can't wear green hair she can't wear blue hair because Kim did it before exactly and then I honestly think she would have done that even if Kim wasn't now I honestly think Nikki would have had to weigh I don't know it just fit her though exactly. yeah, that, it fits her personality yeah yeah, what she did actually fit her. So it was kind of like, I honestly believe if Kim would have never did, Nikki would have. Exactly. She would have. She would have pushed for it. She would have continued. I feel like she would have been the same person that she is today. She would have been if Lil' Kim was not. If Lil' Kim would have never done what she's done as far as fashion. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And like, I ain't taking that from Lil' Kim. Lil' Kim did her thing. You know, she was rapping. It came to a point where we was hearing that she wasn't writing her stuff. Biggie was writing it. And then she started so called that she started writing her stuff too. It was just like, okay, Kim, um, what's happening here? We 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 see you, but like after a while, it, it just became about fashion to her. It was all about fashion, right? And every all of her lyrics mentioned fashion, and which it was- it, it makes no sense. Like I really don't get is. She's a hip hop artist. Like, why is it instead of you trying to say these girls are taking your sound or your your bars and stuff like that, she's trying to say they're taking her looks. Which you know, it's not. This is not America's top model. It's rap, so I don't really get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And my thing is, male rappers say from other, they wear the same motherfucking outfits and don't even care. Right. I don't, I don't, it's just, it's women. It's women in general. Some of us are very, very, very catty. Some of us, it's just, it's jealousy as well. And then here's also, there's also another issue is that I remember um, it was an article that came out about Lil Wayne and the article is basically saying um, do you think Wayne was a huge influencer in hip hop because of his sound, his style and everything and you know how much people was agreeing saying you know what yes Wayne is really he birthed the mumble rap era he pretty much um, he pretty much is that icon that iconic rapper because a lot of people took his style and they ran with it they took his style, it took the way he sounded, the way he rapped, mm-hmm. everything, and they ran with it. But then when when that same um, company, I think, they did one about Nicki, you saw how the public was like, no, no one stole from Nicki. How can you steal from Nicki if Nicki stole from Kim? So it was just funny how when it was Wayne, a male rapper, they was like, yeah, you know, they're stealing everything from Wayne. But then when it's Nicki, they don't want to give her the same respect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's going to always be like that. And I think she understands that and knows that. And that's why I kind of feel like she's always like, oh, my true friend, my true fans, my real fans, they know. They know me. They know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even even if it's, like, I feel like beyond the fans, people know that Nikki didn't steal anything. They only want to feel like she did because Kim and her fans made it a priority. They went out yeah. here, got on YouTube, making these whole hour-long videos of reasons how they felt Nikki stole things. And even Kim noticed, if you can stoop this low with your fans to have videos created on how you feel like somebody stole from you, then why yeah, are you even part a- of hip hop? Because exactly. these artists out here, they don't steal lyrics. You might hear Ye say something, and you're gonna turn around probably years later, and you might hear Cole or Drake or Kendrick say it. You know, say the same thing that um, Ye said in a song. But that's okay because artists sometimes recycle bars. But that don't mean yeah. they're out here stealing. And that's what Kim... That was one of the things that Kim tried to make, you know, a priority too. Even though she had already said that the wigs and, you know, the style and all this other stuff, that was her main issue. But she also tried to make it seem like Nikki was out here stealing lyrics too. And her fans... You know, even... the problem that I had with Kim... The problem that I had with Kim was that she went... This woman continued to talk about Nikki. She went on... What was that? Hot 96, whatever yeah. that's 97, yeah. whatever. She was on there all the time. Mm-hmm. And that topic every time was Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. Every time. It's like, how are you that obsessed or that angry with one person? Exactly. Um, they was not really, they're not checking for Kim. So if Nicki's name not coming up, like who's really going to interview Kim? Exactly. So that's really what it is. Just like she knows that she doesn't have any industry power for people to be like, okay, let's check what Kim is doing because nobody really cares. Mm-hmm. But her fans and her little, you know, her fan and then her fans not really enough. Like they're not big enough 
to make her an artist where people will care to check for an interview about her. So that is why, you know, that that's why she she every opportunity she had to bring Nikki's name up, she had to because she knew she wouldn't get an interview anyways. Right. That's why I like what Nikki did with Remy. She was like, go ahead and book your interview and let's see if you get it without mentioning my name. Mm-hmm. Let's see how many people will book you without you mentioning my name. Let's go. Exactly. <laughs> she be pulling their cards. Nikki will pull your card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I think I think we need a lot of artists like that. Because I feel like if if we have a lot of artists who's gonna pull the card like you say, it'll change the way how these younger artists come at these older artists. Yeah. And I feel like if they do, you know, if they pull their card, it's going to show them that really they're not ready for hip hop. It's also going to make them think, am I being set up by my label? Or do I want this to make me bigger? And if it don't make them bigger, then they're going to end up having label problems. Right. Because... Now you're not These profitable. These kids don't think about that. They don't think about nothing of that nature. <laughs> exactly. They're just so concerned about getting money. That's, That's it. it. But see, when they notice that they're not profitable anymore, then it's a problem. That's, yeah, like, yeah of course. That, That's when it's going to sink in, when, when nobody's checking for them anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, how it's do y'all sad. About, how do y'all feel about Megan? Megan the Stallion not naming Nikki as her top five. Mm. Well, you go ahead first, Rich. I don't know what to say. Uh, I kind of, like, I see it from both ends. I kind of feel like she made it seem like Nikki was like her main influence. Like you would always see when she's going alive, she mentions Nikki or she got her song playing. So what really kind of threw me off is when I heard, when I heard all of the um, the people she named, and then and then she did not name Nikki. I was just kind of like, you know, this. She, she she gave people the reason to believe Nikki would have been in that top five. That's just how I look at it. I'm, I don't think she really was trying to insult Nikki, uh, you know, or her fans in any way. I don't think it was really trying to come off like that, but she gave people that reason because all the time, you don't really hear her playing Eve or Remy or Kim in the background like that. You really hear Nikki. So that's why it was just like people looked at it like, okay, you know what? It does seem like you're a huge Nikki fan. It seemed like you, you know, you you are really inspired by Nicki Minaj, so why isn't she in your top five? Agreed. I feel like it was one of those two for her to get kind of get the fans, some of the fans to tune in to her. Yeah. They these people artists know to use Nicki and her fans mm-hmm. in order to gain whatever. True. And some of them being who they are, what they do, they fall for every time. Every time. Yeah. Uh-huh. But my thing is like you know you're gonna listen to who you want to listen to that's cool but i definitely do agree that if she did kind of make people insinuate that you know oh she always listening to nikki okay she messed with nikki it's to the point where you have some other people fans saying like she reminds me of nikki i'm i'm, I'm not feeling her like that anymore she kind of reminds me of nikki how because she's cocky <laughs> because she, you know, because of how she like she's strong in what she's saying. Yeah. And people don't like it. Yeah, I do respect her come up though. I do respect her coming up 
doing freestyling and you know keeping it real hip hop. I respect that. Yes, I definitely do as well. I do. I like Megan, but I do feel like, um, like with her project that she supposedly had dropped the project, I did like it. But my thing with that is, even with some of these artists now, is y'all are dropping projects and they are being on Billboard. So it's like, mm-hmm. at that time, is that an album or what? Because when your album comes out, we're going to hear the same type of music. Yeah. Right, right. And just to piggyback off of what y'all said, you know, I agree with both what y'all said with the whole Nikki thing. And then it's just like, Megan as an artist, I I like her. Mm-hmm. But she's still on the fence with me. And the only yeah. reason why she's on the fence is because I like her freestyles. I like when she do freestyles. But they said her freestyles is better than her actual songs sometimes. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I have to is. agree. I have to agree. And that's and I remember I remember her from like years ago because it was one video I remember her rapping she was doing a freestyle on YouTube and it was a bunch of men behind her I don't know she was and she was just dancing and looked in the skirt and the little shirt yes <laughs> yes I remember that video years ago I seen that too like who is this this girl talk <laughs> yeah and see even then at that point like she wasn't as big so when I seen it I forgot about her and then mm-hmm. All of a sudden, she popped back up, and I was like, "Wait, this girl look familiar." So you know, I kept listening to the freestyles, and I was like, "You know, she really dope." And then she did the um, still tipping freestyle, and I was like, "You know what? I remember, you know, where she came from, but I just never paid attention to her name." And then people was like, "Oh, you really got to listen to her." So I listened to her mixtape, um, Tina Snow, or whatever. But I never finished it because when I started it, I didn't really get into it. And then, you know, she would keep dropping freestyles and different things. And I was like, I think my only issue with her is that I want her content to switch. Like, yeah, that's I what get, it is. I get that, you know, you, you want to give off this message like, you know, I don't need no nigga. Like, I got this on my own. You know, I'm going to speak for a lot of women who may be feeling the same way as me. But at the same time, I want you to switch your content so that I can see what else you have to offer. Because at this point, it's like it's sounding the same as everything else. You just so, have but a different the sound. Between, but what's the difference between her and these other male rappers that are doing that has been out for years that talk about the same thing as well? They're Why in the same so- boat. <laughs> But why is it for women is like at an early stage, oh, they need to switch it up. They need to do why? Like we got all these men out here that all talk about the same thing. Lil Wayne has been the pussy monster, the cookie monster. But I don't know how long he still talks about the same thing, but know how to talk about it in a different way. Yeah, but the thing is, is that in music, women, especially hip hop, women have it harder. It's always more pressure put on women. And it's not that it's not that it's fair, but that's how it always been. And when you keep up, when you have one, and then you know, of course, moral values play a lot into it. But when you have um, a female rapper that just talks about one thing and continues to talk about that, they get it gets tiring really quick because you know why? Mu- the way men and women in the audience view it 
they view female rappers different than they view males so it's always going to be that oh why can't women do what men do that's always going to be the subject matter at hand but it's just the way it is in hip hop that's just how it is but for me I mean for me it's not even like being or doing no double standard type thing because even with the men like even with Wayne for a period of time I didn't listen to Wayne because people ran him out and it was the same thing like I was tired of hearing about the same subjects I was tired of hearing about who he want to have sex with and all this other stuff so I didn't listen to him for like a long time and I wanted different content and then also and I don't want to cut anyone off but um, I feel like Nikki when she came up she had so much diversity in her come up in her style of music so she kind of set the bar at a different uh, at a different height when it comes to females to come in after her and try to also do the same thing Cardi we know Cardi she's being used as an industry puppet so we already know whether her whether her come up is um she had whether her come up is at the rate of what Nikki has done we know that that's not the fact. Cardi has not put in a quarter of the um, work Nicki has done, and she has not brought any of the value and diversity as far as content as Nicki has done. But at the same time, we also looking at it like with this, with, with, with the generation and what Cardi, the agenda behind Cardi and what she was meant to push. That is why, that that that, that is why it's different from women. Because <clears throat> let, let me say this: when Nicki came in. She did what no other female rapper really did before her. That was bring diversity in different topics in her music. If you listen to her first mixtape, her second mixtape, and her third one, they all offer more than just one thing. Mm-hmm. So the issue is, is that she set the bar at a higher rate. That is why women after, no matter how much buzz they have, no matter how hot they come off um, to the public, they get tired quick because everybody knew what Nikki already did. We are, everybody knew what Nikki has brought to the game. So when they mm-hmm. spin on one subject, it becomes tiring so quick because people already saw what Nikki done versus what they're doing now. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That is true. But I just think that's, I never understood with people either. They're like they have they used to have issues with her albums being still diverse and we used to always be like but this is what she did on her mixtapes mm-hmm. y'all talking about some go back to mixtape nikki that is mixtape nikki that y'all hear exactly it is, she just it evolved is. and mature with the yeah, lyrics she was and we got to keep it real it was because of the pop it's because of her going into pop that's what created this issue between and disconnect with her and the hip-hop community mm-hmm. was the pop sound so if it wasn't like she kept the straight hip-hop coming up then she would still always have that kind of respect in the hip hop community because they would look, they would look like, at her as a sellout. She's not a but sellout. But it was like at the same it, time there was other female rappers that were trying to do that, but could but didn't didn't succeed in it. You had left out Eve, not left out. Eve was doing what she was doing with pop. She mm-hmm. had a couple, you know, when it's not funny or her stuff. It was just like, but y'all didn't consider these women sellouts, even though they had more than one record with you know with these type of people. Mm-hmm. But you yeah. had somebody that. They don't. They really don't. But uh, I mean, that's the one thing I always liked about Nikki is that she didn't really care 
what people thought yeah. the direction mm-hmm. of music that she wanted that they wanted for her to go and she went in the way she wanted to and she chose diff- like her pop her pop music is different than any other pop music you would hear because she chose a specific yeah. direction in the way she wanted to make her music exactly so that's why I really I just don't get that when Drake did it everybody was down with it they respected it they, they still respect it but then when she did it, it's like, oh, you know, you're a sellout, mm-hmm. you know, like hip hop and this and that. It's just like, I don't understand. Right. Ooh, I'm glad you said that. Because mm-hmm. remember when Wayne did that, um, that whole rock album or whatever it was? Was it rock? Yeah. I believe oh, it was yeah, that, that knockout song. Nobody said anything. Mm-hmm. Nobody said a word in hip hop. But the minute that Nicki decided to make, you know, bridge pop with hip hop, everybody got a problem. And I thought that it was corny that everybody had a problem. But. always have a problem with that lady and what she do. Just like with the song Metron. It's a problem. Mm -hmm. It ends hard. Okay, so what? It's summertime. Summer vibes. Exactly. Motherfuckers ain't finna shoot people. I'm tired of shooting. I'm tired. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we just but you know what? She always, just... she always brought the bars, though. That's what That's mm-hmm. what I always think. They, they, they listened to the sound of it, and then they disregarded the lyrics and the mm-hmm. content that was actually in the song. Yeah. And they yeah. did the same thing to Wobble Up. They did the exact right. same thing. They got yeah. mad because she didn't come hard on the lyrics. But you got like a whole 32 second time frame. Why would you expect somebody to just spaz? On a... But she's done that before. <laughs> she's done that before. But the thing but this, is, it's a summer beat. When she does go hard, but when she does go hard, it's, she's always taking shots at somebody. Mm. It's always she's talking about somebody. Not but even just that. They just, they just got to the point where I feel like if she goes softer in her bars, it's because I think she is tired of giving straight heat and then people ignore it. Mm-hmm. Like, if you pay attention to the Queen album, she gave nothing but bars throughout the whole entire album. Exactly. But then people yeah. just look past it like, oh, okay, this is another album. Mm-hmm. Because it didn't go, because it wasn't what the music was out about now. It wasn't trap beat. She didn't, right. she didn't put out a whole trap album. So because of that, oh, this album trash. No, mm-hmm. she gave you every every basically type of fucking hip hop that there is. That's what she gave y'all on that album. That's true. And people paid it dust because oh, it wasn't trap music. And it's like she has a couple of trap songs that's on there, but it was just I don't know. People just they overlooked the album because of the the hype, the Cardi B hype. True. Yeah. It was. It was just a Cardi B high pass she was getting. They were putting really, put really, really pushing her, and it was just like, why are you pushing this girl up on us so bad? Like, I don't understand. She ain't even all that good at all rapping. Y'all passed up Young Ma for her. Uh-huh. But every day, y'all on Twitter or on the social media talking about how she has more bars than Nicki. Why aren't y'all streaming? Why aren't y'all banning this woman's music? That's because right. she's masculine in their eyes. Like, she has bars. She has bars. Like, she got that, but she just isn't yeah. the wave that they're looking to push right now. Like, her her type is just not that wave yet. Like, that could be something in the future, but just, like, right now, it's just not that wave. That And, and see, they did that to even the earlier artists, like, the Brett. Like, look how they... 
pushed her off as if she wasn't a good lyricist. Uh-huh. And it's because she didn't sell the sex like they wanted her to. Right. Yeah, and then even Remy, like, Remy came back. She came back. Like, people, she was accused. She was accusing Nikki of stopping her. So mm-hmm. then now that she came back and she finally got a wave, why didn't that wave stick? Why didn't people support her like they promised they would have? As she exactly. being the one that was going against Nikki, like, why didn't they do that? Exactly. So I'm saying now that now that Nikki was out the picture, what was the excuse now for why she couldn't make it? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because they too focused on Cardi, and they right, trying to make Cardi that... a Nikki, and it's impossible. Yeah. That's the problem. And that was so crazy because it's like Remy, Remy threw her career away so that Cardi can run. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. She she knew what was up, like she knew what was happening, and that's why I believe originally, like she was saying, she did not have a problem with Nikki. Her and Nikki had conversations. It went from that to you know, don't let these media, these people, like you know, get in your head and and say that I'm throwing shots at you. But it's clear that you've been throwing shots since you got out the slammer. Mm-hmm. Clear. Exactly. Clear as day. Oh, you talking about, I don't want to hear nothing about your stats. This is this. Who you talking about, Remy? Exactly. I, everybody that knows me know that I'll say names. Apparently you're not, because who are you talking about? Right. Yeah. Like, the only reason, see, the timing was everything. Her calling Nikki out by name was that it was just that that time where she needed to push the agenda that they wanted her to push. That's the only reason why her Nikki's name came out. If it wasn't for that, she would have still been doing subs and not saying nobody's name. Because I don't even think um, Meg Love was about her. I think Meg Love was about um, what's her face? Um, Azalea. Yeah. yeah, I think it was about her. That's what I think too. Like even when I l- listened back to it, and then I remember, um, so it was a fan. Uh, he put out. He put out like the article that well not an article a post on Facebook that Azalea put out and then when I listened to the song like it sounded like it was answering to every accusation made in that post that Azalea put out so that's why when I think about it and then at the time Azalea was throwing shots at her so I really don't think it was about Remy but I feel like Nikki just allowed it to be what it is because Remy took offense to it mm-hmm. exactly the true fit and that's I feel yep and I feel like with a lot of the stuff it's like I don't think she even comes. I think Nikki goes for a certain person when she wants to, and you'll know if she goes for that person. But if you get shot <laughs> during the process, that's on you because I ain't even talking about you. Right. But I do believe it was about Azalea Banks and Remy. Just I feel like Remy wanted it to be about her because mm-hmm. nothing that she said had nothing to do with Remy. That's why Nikki said, I bust shots. Don't duck if it don't What's the, what the text and what I'm texting your man? Like, tell my dog how that bum ass tastes. Like, you think you're a bum? You think you're a bum, Remy. Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, I, I didn't get that. She wanted to, she wanted to do that. She wanted to. And, and then it was like they was using Young M.A. too. You know, at once a point, even with Cardi and with, with Remy. Like they had Young Ma in the middle of it, even though Nikki Nikki fucked with Young Ma. Yeah. So they were inviting her to the, you know, to 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 come to the outings and shit that they were having, and Remy in the video with her throwing shots and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like y'all are trying to use, you know, people that I fuck with, you know, on y'all side. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's yeah. why I don't yeah. like Remy. I don't like her. 
I want to yeah. backpedal oh, a, a, a bit um, on the whole gatekeeper thing. Mm-hmm. I want hip hop to give MC Light a platform. Um, platform because I feel like she would be a good fit to talk about a lot of things that happen in music. Yeah. And the reason why I say that is because when it's seen, and I don't know, it might have been other artists, but the only one that I like vividly remember is MC Light being the only one who made the best comment to Nikki Bridge and Pop. Yeah, she was. And she was the only one that I know of that said that was the smartest move ever made for hip hop. It was. And, and how that, they it's all of them. It's one of the biggest moves, too, because when she did that, when she bridged it, look at all of the rappers that came exactly. after that exact same sound and exactly. ran with it. Exactly. So she took all Even the, the male rappers. She exactly. took all the hate. She took all of the insults, the media attacking her, the hip-hop culture turning their back on her. She took all of that just so these rappers not had the exact same sound, mm-hmm. male and female music. And even if these other rappers aren't doing pop albums or whatever the case was, they got on these pop songs, dropped yep. their dropped they bars, and kept it moving. There's uh-huh. no like difference. One of the first songs I ever heard, um, what's her name? Stephlon, LaDon, whatever they be calling her. One of the first songs I heard her on was a pop song. Uh-huh. And it, yeah, it was one of them. I forgot whose song it was, but if she was on there with Thugger too, I think. But it was somebody else's song, and I'm like, okay, where, where did this girl come from? Like, and then when I'm, you know, kind of got into her a little bit more as far as like who she was, I'm like, okay, so you basically from somewhere else. The first song that we are hearing from you on the radio is a pop song, right? And it's like, okay, and then come to find out later on. You throwing shots at Nikki. Okay. You trying to get the bar's attention. Okay. So you with quality control. Ow. Okay. <laughs> we gonna let you do it long. You still ain't popping. They get you on a song with Lil Baby. You still ain't popping. And to be What's honest, wrong? I ain't even had know nothing about her. I didn't even, first of all, I didn't even know her name. And that song that she got with French Montana something about I heard you got a new girlfriend like I thought that that yeah see that's the thing (laughs) like that's the only song that I've ever heard of her you know with her on it I'm guessing it's her song featuring French Montana but they played it on the radio here on Wednesday and I liked the song and then when I noticed that people were saying oh um you know, she was throwing shots at Nikki and been throwing shots at the Barbs and all of this other stuff. Like, I figured out what her name was, but I still didn't know who she was. And then, like, maybe about two months, three months after that whole shenanigans or whatever the case was, they said her name on the radio. And I was like, is this the same person? And then when I noticed it was the same person, I was like, okay, I don't like you no more. Cause you tried it. <laughs> like, like that. But you I, know, I didn't like that they were, but it's just like they were saying that she was throwing shots in the key for a long time. But like, it wasn't just that moment when she 
came out at her fans like she was she been doing it but then she'll turn yeah. back around yeah try to pretend like she wasn't and yeah she remember, definitely was i remember when the rake it up video came out and then um people were saying how nikki was rhyming china with china over and over which even though it all had different meanings they tried to exactly or what she was doing and then i remember she commented um about it and she said she liked that verse so when motorsport came out she turned around and said that she did not like motorsport she felt like the verse was one of her weakest verses and said that she liked the um she did like uh the, the rake it up verse better but then she was saying like she was still in a way throwing shots at nikki lyricism saying like you know how can you call yourself the best female rapper and your lyricism like you like you don't know how to really be a lyrical rapper which i thought was so funny because when i did take an opportunity to listen to her music her music like her lyrics are really not all that either mm-hmm. so it's like you trying to tell somebody they should step up their lyricism and then you can't you know your lyric your um bars are not that good like it's just average exactly i have I, it's a song that her and miss banks got out and it's probably been out for a good minute and Miss Banks slid it on her ass. Thank you. I'm glad, you said, I'm glad you said that because I was, I was about like, to say that. Miss Banks, get that shit. Get that shit, Banks. <laughs> like, Miss Banks, she killed that junk. And I'm just like, okay, little Stefflon. Like, you're not even that lyrical. No. You just have it's a it's certain way that you say your, your words. Yeah, that's yep. it. It's your accent. That's it. That's, that's all that she has. Mm-hmm. That's all that she has. And crop the her photos. We see the ground. Why the ground up higher than the other part of the ground? <laughs> Wait, so she I, do that? Like... I am done with some of these female rappers. It, it, it's crazy. Like, a lot of them do have talent. Like, Tierra Whack. Like, it, it's you. crazy. It. They're Speak not getting... It. Yeah, it's like they're not getting the... You know, what they deserve. Because it's like... Everybody just... Like, so we to get on my nerves. Like... She's wanted to go back and be like, oh, I'm tired of, you know, I'm tired of seeing the twerking and I'm tired of twerking. But in your video, you're twerking. You're on stage and you're twerking. <laughs> I don't even yeah. listen to her. I, I mean, she had trouble. I like that. Um, <laughs> that's Mike Tight. Yeah, that's Mike Tight. I like that. That slaps. But other than that, her rapping part is over. But I, don't I really, to play chorus I heard for some me. of her songs. It's not, it's not nothing I would ever go back and listen to again. It's not no. trying to shade her in any way. It's just she's just not the kind of sound I like in hip hop. However, she did do a video, um, an interview, I think, and she was talking on Nikki, and that was like the first time she actually said where all her inspiration came from. And when I was listening to it, she was saying how, like, you know, Nikki was just that person that that kind of much, I would say, pretty much patterned her whole image as a, a rapper. And then I have she to did. give her that respect. Yeah, it's an interview that came out. Um, I had to give her that yeah, respect I know, I because I it's like no one else really wanted to say who they was really inspired by, who really created um, this, you know, this rap um, image and hip hop that they took after. Nobody else wants to do that, so she has to be like the only one I heard of that actually did that. But I wonder, I wonder how she's able to. Who was she signed with? Because I'm wondering how she's able to do that. Versus you have the city girls that. You know, who's who team you are, Team Cardio or Nikki? I don't want to answer that question, but we Team Cardio over here. We, you know, we Team Cardi. Like, I, I want to know, like, how is it that Sweetie is able to, you know, say what she's saying versus these other female rappers that can't? Right. Yeah, that's true. I just Because think- that, that is, 
that's crazy to me. Like I'm, you can even tell that's who her inspiration comes from. Like you have that whole little pretty girl look. You know, you you have the whole Nikki look going on for you. Yeah. Which ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't know why people feel like, oh, she ain't stealing nothing. Nikki, Nikki didn't do. Yes, she has. Yes, she has. Y'all said you want to talk about this, this other Barbie shit, this wig shit that she had. Okay, it's wigs. The wigs was totally different. She added different colors to it. Kim had some dollar store wigs. You couldn't even flat out them. Where do you want to go from here? The, the clothes, okay, well, it has similar similar styles. That's perfectly fine. But if I'm listing you as my... It's like Nicki getting mad right now at, at all these rap girls, especially with the ones that has mentioned her as an inspiration. It's like that's her getting mad right now saying, oh, well, they stole all my stuff. They they copied everything that I'm doing. But you know that these women have sat here and said that um, that you're in, they're inspired by you. So what's the problem? Right. And not only like, that, they try to lie and say that Nicki didn't inspire them in no way, but each one of them was using her lyrics for Instagram captions. Or <laughs> and then not only that, when Nicki was was rocking her inches, like she said, look how much of them had hair all the way to like they foot. Like True. y'all True. you yeah. can't say that you not really inspired or copying her because clearly if you put the picture beside Nikki's, like you're gonna match her. Not yeah. like you can't do Miami. Oh, especially little young Miami, the Carisha, <laughs> her that girl right there. Oh, she know what she be doing. She knows she <laughs> love her some Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she knows she do, but she can't say nothing. She can't say much. She has said that you know she's one of her you know one of her artists, her top artists or whatever. I, I think she said top artist. I'm not exactly sure, but I do remember her mentioning Nikki's name after that, oh, I'm Team Cardi stuff. But mm-hmm. it's like, you go, you take her, go in her whole closet. Mm-hmm. And then... And after she wear it, like, after she has it. Like, she told y'all that yeah, she Yeah, it's always like that. It always be, like, after Nikki wears something, then you see her wear it, yep. the exact... Same look, like nothing different, yeah. but the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah. And just like she, she took a picture in the outfit that Nikki had, and you know she took a picture with the same outfit, and she was sitting beside Tommy from Love and Hip Hop. Then used mm-hmm. a Nikki caption, I mean a Nikki lyric in her caption, and then went back and changed it. Yeah, cause they told her as to change. They <laughs> yeah. took her to change it. That's, I that's felt like, yeah, that's what I felt like happened. Like they say, no, nah, you got to change that. So she yeah. went ahead and did it. And the reason being why I feel like they they have her doing that, like I I do believe like she you know really likes Nikki, like she looks up to her. But I believe that they have her doing that, so there can be another comparison. Mm-hmm. They want they want these some of these female rappers' names to be next to Nikki. Exactly. So if you bring up Nikki, you gonna bring up this part. So you bring up oh yeah, such as like Nikki had it on too, or you know they want that and and it sucks but that's how it has to happen nowadays so that's why I kind of believe even going back to like the Kim and Nikki situation you know when it came down to them I guess doing something and Kim was like oh well she wanted to be the only one yeah she wanted to know why I want to be the only one I don't want to piggyback off somebody else mm-hmm. I don't want to sit here and be known off of, off somebody else meaning like another female rapper so as I do become successful you can say that it's all because of you Right. No. Mm-hmm. 
that's not gonna happen. So that's why I kind of believe she she did feel like, okay, no, I don't want to do that. If I'm gonna be big, I want to be big how I want to do it. Versus y'all trying to put me and this woman together like that, and I'm a newcomer, so you're trying to basically make me get bigger, and then on top of that, bring her back to life as well. Mm-hmm. Like, no, nah, she ain't finna get off, get that shit off my my fame. Exactly. But it's still there. It's it's like it's still there, but it's not it's not as connected as it could have been connected. They're connected. They're going to always be connected in a certain way, but not the way that the industry wanted them to be connected. Mm-hmm. That's true. That is so... About Lil Nas. Y'all okay with Lil Nas? Y'all like Lil Nas about him coming out? <laughs> I don't have a problem with it. Like, I don't really hey, that's your care. preference? Hey, do you... Only yeah. I knew he was in the beginning was because of the boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were trying to expose that man. They exposed that man from jump. I was like, okay, y'all, y'all gonna keep going at this man. Mm-hmm. Y'all gonna keep just, just. But I guess I understood both sides. Yeah, I understood both sides of the fans and why they were so upset because it's like, come on, you ran this account and now you telling them that you don't, you know, that you never did and. You know, you're not saying that you gay or anything. You're disowning your faith who you used to drag people for. But at the same time, they do have to understand, like, in the state of how the, the industry is right now, mm-hmm. saying that, he would have never gotten big at all. Exactly. And that I, he would have never gotten big. Yeah, and I think that he marketed pretty well. Like, I can't <laughs> even lie. And, and to be honest, and I, I thought about this when I found out that he was a Nicki fan before, you know, he got big, but I also, like, I thought about the fact that the whole time that he was a fan, he might have been studying Nikki's marketing strategy and trying to figure out if I get big, how could I use her strategy but twist it into something else? Because notice... But you see, he has a team. You see, he, she got her old managers. Mm-hmm. And that was one of them things I was looking at, like, okay, now, <laughs> you telling these people that you ain't a, you know, aren't a barb or wasn't a barb or anything, but you just go and write and take this woman's, you know, her old team, right? Like, quick. That was fast. Mm-hmm. Soon as they announced that she wasn't with them no more, they departed ways, he snatched them. So I don't know if that was, like, a plan, you know what I'm saying? Like, she knew what was happening. That he probably had already, he probably met Nikki. Mm-hmm. We, we don't know. Right. He probably... Uh, and was screaming his damn to the top of his lungs. <laughs> he <Yeah>. probably not. <laughs> and I, it probably is a, a strategy. Like y'all were saying earlier, like, you know, I do believe that they are using him, you know, to try to bring out that what what we, a lot of people don't want to see mm-hmm. in, in the industry is like gay men. They don't want to see gay men rapping. Right. Because yeah, they feel like, like they can't connect to it. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, that's true, but that's what that's what I was um, saying before. I felt like with Lil Nas, he's definitely a tool. He's definitely an agenda that they're gonna make sure they push him to achieve. They're trying to break that barrier down so that way they can have gay rappers come in after him. Because you got to realize that he is now considered the first gay rapper on the country charts, the rock charts, and hip hop. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, we're gonna use you to knock all these barriers down to make it easier for them to come in so that's really what they want them for now if after they're done with their agenda they're going to keep them or not 
we don't know. Like that really depends on how he, um, how smart he is at trying to own his work, trying to really own it so mm-hmm. they can't take over it, and how smart he is in rebranding and moving on and transcending as time goes by. So it's really like that's really on him. But as of right now, they're using the hell out of him because they they have an agenda they're trying to push. So that's why they're backing him. And he was heavily promoted because Old Town Road, that was that was promotion on steroids. Like they kept on promoting over, <laughs> exactly. over and I was just like, you know what, I hate this song now. Because I kept hearing it so many times. Like everywhere mm-hmm. on the ads, it's like no matter where you turn, it's there. It's it got I think it got way more promotion than uh Bodak Yellow. It did. And yeah, so that's that like, song and that's not even also that good. why that's also why it hit Diamond so fast because the heavy promotion, like the amount of money they put behind mm-hmm. promoting that song. Yep. How do y'all feel about um the Rolling Stones charts now? You know that they just came out with theirs, um, with their charts. What they do is they don't count radio play, so they do count uh, streams and purchases. So how do y'all feel about that? Do you think they're gonna like? take over Billboard or is Billboard going to have to actually like play their cards right and actually like stop the payola shit <laughs> and the streaming like the fake streams because like for example like you have artists on their Rolling Stone charts that are like charting higher than on Billboard so with them charting higher on Rolling Stones they're showing them like oh okay if I'm number six on Rolling Stones and this is only just with streams and you know and um and purchases, shit. Y'all need to go ahead and call your radio station. Let's get this shit aboard. <laughs> so, how do y'all feel about about Rolling Stones right now in their charts? Well, to be honest, I didn't even know that they had a charts until you just said that. Really? Yeah, because yeah, I, just, I, I didn't was, even know. like I never for me when it came to music, I never paid attention to charts, never because. Well, for one, I didn't know that that was a thing. And two, I just appreciated good music. And if I didn't like it, I just didn't listen to it. So, like, and and even now, I still don't listen to, I mean, look at the charts. Because, to me, I just feel like it's kind of pointless. Because if I'm, like, if I love a song, I'm going to keep listening to it. But... If I don't want to hear it, I'm not going to listen to it. And I also feel like the charts kind of, I mean, it make the artists in a certain way, but then it don't. Because if a person really like an artist, I feel like they're going to do anything and everything that they can to just keep this artist alive, keep their name alive. But, you know, I just never was a big person on charts. Because I didn't really think that it was, like, a thing. Yeah. I mean, I never really actually paid it to it, like, at all back in the day. Like, I didn't care, like, that, you know, about about the charts at all. It was just, to me, I felt like a hit was when the culture, you know, it, you shook the culture up. Right. Yeah. If everybody in the culture knows your song and knows the song and vibes to it, it's a hit. Exactly. Regardless if it's on the song or not. And I did not know anything about Billboard until Nikki be on her... That's why you're mad. That's why you're why you're right, mad. Exactly. <laughs> a, a billboard, like, okay, Nikki was billboard, but it's like now there is just I don't understand why billboard in in these charts is just what it keeps 
artists afloat and that's terrible because it's like especially this day and age people aren't actually buying your music you're getting paid for these streams but you're not getting paid like you would if this is like you people were actually buying it mm-hmm. that's why Cardi ain't got no money like that that's why her her net worth is not where it should be with all these number ones that she has and and all of this stuff like that like because they're not buying your music right but that's also due to the deal she signed like she didn't sign the that too nikki did so that too money a majority of her money goes out to a lot of people that she worked with so that, that's pretty much why she's she can't climb up that net worth ladder like how nikki did mm-hmm. but yeah. as far as the um rolling stones try i didn't even know I've, you know what, Scratch, I heard someone mention it on Twitter, but I wasn't really sure if it was just being mentioned, because, you know, it was some, you know, the, you know what uh, the fans are, they talk about stuff and you just don't even know what's really going on, so I did hear about it, but I wasn't really sure what they meant by it, but um, if they're saying radio play don't count, uh, yep, radio play you know does what? not count. Toyota still is still there because you got to realize you also got the fake streaming too. So it's just like if you ain't getting paid on the radio to play a song a million times over and over. Yeah, but, but you got to think about it too. But you got to think about it too, where you have a lot of artists that are on Billboard right now that are in high positions, and when you look at the streams and the purchases, it's, it's not there. True, it's not there. So you're getting your you're getting on these chart on this certain chart because of radio play, which I don't I don't think that radio play should play a huge like amount just to get on the chart. Right, it should be that much. I think it needs to be a much lower percentage because Mm -hmm. having like that kind of impact, and then you got on radio stations that are accepting money to uh, play a song a million times over and over to make it seem like it's more popular than it actually is. So you got that, but <clears throat> I do agree with that. I feel like radio play is just that needs to stop. That needs like the percentage needs to be lower. Mm-hmm. They so, need to find a fair way of increasing the percentage on a method where it's where it can't really be manipulated like that. Right. So just to be clear, the Rolling Stone charts is based off of radio play. I think no. I think she said no. it's not radio play. It's, just it's no radio play. play. Oh, so it's yeah, streams, yep, and purchases. There's no no radio play. Okay, okay. so streams and purchases is Rolling yeah. Stone. It, yeah. Okay, so while well, I'm looking through the the charts for that now, and I'm not seeing much hip hop. Like I'm seeing it, but it's not a lot. Um, it's mainly like country or like pop. That's mainly what I'm seeing. But even the song, like I'm seeing, it's just like, I don't know. Like, it don't feel accurate, if that makes sense. But, uh, okay. It's just, like, for instance, people big up press, and even though it's moving up, but it's still like low. It's like number forty-seven. Mm. And then like people big up. Um, let's go to a pop record. Like for instance, Katy Perry new song. They big that up, but it's going down. And right now it's on number twenty-six. 
but like you my thing is they're supposed to big these songs up they're supposed to um in this day and age it it's more of how you are marketing now true it's all about your marketing scheme and they have to big this stuff up just how they feel like with megatron they big that up i believe it was supposed it's it's, it's marketing like then when she played a snippet of it what made y'all think she was finna go bar heavy on that exactly Right, I didn't understand that either. But, you know, I have a question. What do y'all think about Megatron and how it's going to impact her career? Um, about coming back? Like, just coming yeah, back out with yeah, that just song? Just about the comeback song. Like um, I do believe it was she played it safe. I do believe that. Um, Why she had to play it safe was a simple fact. You had Megan coming up. You know, Megan had her, her little, you know, time, her shine that she did. Nikki could have came out with, the, with a song then, which she didn't. Um, she let these girls do what they're doing. You know, your people always say, oh, Nikki, don't let nobody else shine. She always got to be the one on top. So I figured, figured that she let, you know, whoever shine. When it died down for a second, which it did, mm-hmm. it died down. Mm-hmm. Then that's when she came out with that song. And I felt like it was safe. She wasn't throwing shots at nobody. You know, she just, just talking on the mech, having fun on the, on the track with her man. Like, yeah. that's the safest thing for me that I felt like she did, which was good for her. Because now can't nobody say nothing. Can't nobody say she's coming at Megan. Can't nobody say she's coming at Cardi. Can't nobody say anything. She right. ain't taking shots at nobody. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So I thought it was a good move that she made to put that song out. Then with her new um, manager management team that she has, that was the perfect way to do that. That was perfect. When she oh, got yeah. on Queen Rex, though, and went in on Miley. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this? <laughs> but I do believe it was a good, uh, it was, it's good for her career-wise for her to get back out there. Because, you know, she had a rough year. She had a Queen was a rough, a rough, rough era. Rough, rough, rough. And I believe when she came out with the song, it, you right. could tell she was happy. Yeah. You can tell she was or just just settle with with herself and with her life at the moment, and best believe she's finna come back with these bars. I don't know why people are upset. She's going to have these bars when it's when it's time. When it's time, and you see that she always sets a trend whenever she puts out something. Whenever she puts out something, it's always like some it's a trend that's happening. How much you want to bet you're gonna hear a couple of couple of reggae mixes or you know people songs that's gonna oh, have yeah. those come out yeah. now. Yeah. I do feel like it's really a big comeback because not only is it's a new sound from her, it's a new sound, and not just that, it's a safe way of it's not it doesn't sound like she's experimenting with the song. The song sounds like she's secure in how she wanted the sound to um, match with this new generation, but still keep it her own way. It's not like she's trying to sell out and jump into what they're doing. She's just yeah. she's touching it, but she knows how to do it in her own way. Where it's still you know you okay, this is Nikki. That's just it. So, yeah. So, I felt like that was a great move for that song. The song in itself, I think it remixes an old school reggae beat, I think. But they kind of changed it down a bit. Yeah. So, I felt... Yeah. I think it was a couple songs that's supposed to have it mixed with. But I felt like it was definitely a big comeback. Um, I don't think Irving really had to do as much marketing as it would have been with any other artist. Because the song definitely a sound song. It's definitely the right timing to be released. And then at the same time, you know, look who it is. Mm-hmm. 
So it's not, he didn't have to, I don't think he really had to. But he had more marketing. I think he, he, of course he did. He did put out good press or whatever it is to uh, get it to go out, you know, get it to uh, climb up. But I don't think he would have to work as hard as it would be with any other artist. Also, on top of that. I just think it was needed. I just think it was needed at that time because of what she was just going through with the media itself. You get me? And then it was like she was quiet for a minute so it's like all right let's market this song let's put let's do this song this way because it had to be you know the, she, they had to get the general public in tune with it you know oh nikki coming back out with something nikki coming back out with something so it was like all right it's gonna be on spotify it's gonna be here it's like they had to do that in order to actually get the gp kind of like you know into it a little bit like of course everybody gonna want to hear it because it's Nicki Minaj, but at the same time, because of how, the, how she was like looked for at the general public, it was like okay, they were talking about her doing her dirty, and you know it was just it was crazy. So that's why I kind of believe like the marketing helped. It did help a lot. It gave her more of a positive look because it was like she was just promoting her song. She wasn't saying nothing, just promoting it. When she got on her radio, she was still yeah. promoting her stuff and still being her. It's like, let my team yeah, be so the team and let I me be like who I am. I felt what really allowed Megatron to roll out as clean as it did was the fact that she was gone for so long. So when she was gone, <clears throat> that allowed the people to see, okay, what is what yeah. is female hip-hop without Nicki Minaj going to be? How is it going to be ran? Let, let's see who's going to yeah. take over yeah. and run it while she's gone. And all that time, nobody was able to do that. Nobody was able to pick it up and hold it while she left so then it just so when she came back it's like okay it's like a bittersweet we miss you but at the same time you, you know you know the haters gonna hate her but they're gonna also respect and miss they'd be the first ones to listen to it exactly they'd be of the course. first ones to listen to that song and, and not just that i think that yeah. they're saying like that's the most yeah. um added song on the radio right now mm-hmm. is megatron and it's climbing up the charts as we speak like it's climbing yeah. up so it's really i feel like this is one of the biggest comebacks she had um since chun lee Chun Li yeah. was definitely. I felt like Chun Li would have been the yeah. number one. It should have. Mm-hmm. It definitely should have. But you know what? It, it was that. Have. It was that inconsistent hate wave too that it, really held it. Like you just mm-hmm. didn't make it go up where it should have been because it definitely yeah. would have been the number one song. Had Chun Li had the promotion that Megatron had, it definitely yeah. would have had on number one. But I think that the promotion that Megatron has and the marketing scheme and everything for it. Like Erica said, I think it was much needed because of what yeah. she was dealt with. And now that she's with the new manager, Urban appreciates who she is because he said it on Queen Radio. All he did took him saying that, you know, yeah. basically continue doing everything that you've done on your own and let us handle the rest. He appreciates who she is. So... For her to drop Megatron coming off her hiatus or whatever, and people people even were saying before Nikki made the snippet that they've been wanting her to come back. Because they weren't satisfied. They weren't pleased with what they were getting musically. Yeah. And for you right. to say that shows that yeah. you love Nikki. Stop hating. What's the point in hating? What's the point in being biased toward her if you're going to miss her when other female rappers or rappers in general aren't giving you what you want? And then... You know, crazy thing about it is these rappers be out, these female rappers are out, 
it's just why why it's, they not making no exactly. noise like Nikki? I don't <laughs> y'all hate on this one all day, every day. They she whack and all this stuff like that. But and when she's not here, mm-hmm. it's like okay, right. well, what's it, happening with female rap? What's happening? Came out she she did what she did. Like I said, Megan had her little waves. I, I still think she has one. She came out with her little wave, right. and that was good for her to do what she's done. But it's like, okay, for some reason she couldn't keep it up. For some reason, it was it. It was like, okay, now you came out with this with this this little, little album that you have, which is wonderful. Right. Then it was exactly. like Cardi wasn't even coming out with nothing. Why you you putting out press? You on press was because you heard Nicki was coming out with some too. But I try not to be like that and yeah. just be like, no, everybody have a deadline. Right. You know when they need to put out something. No, Cardi was hoping yeah. that song. And, but see, I'm gonna be the one to something. be like that because even when before Megatron was even a thought, Nicki, you know she was on her little break. This was matter of fact. Before the um the Met Gala, that time period it was like real quiet, and I'm saying to myself, okay, Cardi, you're like the new artist on the block right now. You hot, you got you a little buzz behind you. Why is it that you're so quiet musically, and the only thing that you want to do is make Instagram rants? Like nobody wants to hear that. If you're gonna be part of hip hop, you need to be dropping music, especially while you have a buzz. Because if your buzz die, and somebody else come up, Hold on, but- uh-huh. then you're gonna be on Instagram ranting again because you feel like people <laughs> not even really rocking with you. But at the end of the day, you. But then the women will want to laugh. But then the laugh and will sit there and, and they asking about the exactly. song press and you talking about you gonna put it out when you ready to put it out. You gonna wait a little, long. gonna wait a little longer to put the song out. Why? Exactly. Ain't nobody gives, putting nothing out. She acts like What's she's wrong? a goat. Like you're not a goat. A goat can say that, and guess what? The fans gonna wait yeah. because they're more established. But she's she's not. And I think she forgets that sometimes. Like I feel like she feel like she's been in the game for like ten years now or more, the way that she acts. But ma'am, you might want to go ahead and put a little lighter fluid on your um buzz before it die down. Cause right now, really, it is. It is. But But she better do something because I feel like. You know, like Erica said, it's not a lot of female rappers who's doing what Nicki did. But I think it's about to get to the point where, you know, this trap wave eventually is going to die down because people are going to get tired of hearing the trap. And then you're going to have the artists that come up who actually believes in lyricism and thinks that, you know, it still has a chance to be heard. And like Tierra Wack, for an example. This girl is killer with the bars. Like, her <laughs> lyrical ability is, like, like it's dangerous. Like, I feel like if she gets to that, if she gets to that certain, that point, but that's the- and she blows up, that's a wrap. Like, she's going to go far. But my thing with that is, like, my thing with that is, it's, like, nowadays, are we holding these female rappers up to Nikki to the point where it's like, okay, you have to be diverse too, or 
is it just gonna be like okay i can see tiara whack like you know getting boned up within hip-hop but what would she be able to go to pop i think she would be able to but I, mean, that's, but, I feel like that's another conversation for another day because, <laughs> because, I think, uh, yeah, because i'm gonna say this though i'm gonna say this, go ahead. um when we're talking about Cardi and Press, I feel like Cardi thinks she's a pro chess player. She purposely waits until Nikki has something or she's rumored to drop something and then she drops something to take away the shine from what Nikki dropped. Mm-hmm. So it's like she's trying to play. She's, she heard Nikki's the pro chess player and she's trying to play the same game with her. So I just look at it like, you know, they instruct her. Like, you just make all these songs, but you hold them until she drops something then you drop something. So that way... Like whatever Nikki um, does, like she's tied to the the wave of whatever new project Nikki drops. Cardi's tied to that to right. keep her to keep her wave growing and going. Mm-hmm. That's all I feel about it. Yeah, but as that's far all, as that's, uh, that's uh, all that Cardi has, it is because Nikki set that bar. So it's just like it's nothing. It's nothing that could really. It's not like. Yeah, she could be a good rapper. She could have all the bars she want. But if she's too one-dimensional, they're not. It's really not going to be an artist that they're going to want to invest in because they want artists that are diverse. The more diverse you are, the more money they can make mm-hmm. because the more different, you know, genres under um, the charts you can touch. Like how Lil Nas touched like three different ones. Like they're looking at that diversity because Nicki done that. Like she's so diverse. This girl could rap on a country beat she wanted to. Mm-hmm. Right, so that's why she yeah. set that bar to the point where why yeah. do you think that they made Cardi be diverse? We all know Cardi's not that diverse, not, not on her own, but they made her like that, or they're trying to make her like that because they know the amount of money it is into an artist that could do just everything. Mm-hmm. But see, mm-hmm. the, the fact that you said that, I feel like yeah. eventually it may get to the point where Cardi is going to end up being the J-Lo of rap. Like, notice how they try to make um, J-Lo like a big diversity type person when she was out here stealing these lyrics and crap and was well, stealing the whole song and yeah. even the background vocals on it. But notice how hip-hop wise and R&B wise they dispose of her and the only people that's really behind her is her people yeah so it's just like okay eventually Cardi is gonna get to that point as well because they're gonna try to you can't force something on somebody when it's not there and if you continue to force eventually it's gonna show that this person is not really built like that and True. for Tierra, like I feel like it's there. She just oh no, gotta she's show it. definitely there. She's, yeah. she's definitely talented. It's just the point is, are they really ready for a lyrical rapper? Because right now they're not getting any lyrical rappers. They're looking for people who can barely even rap a word with gum. Like they, it's it come to the point where they were. It, the dumber they sound is the more they want rappers like that, which is so backwards in hip hop because you're like, how are you have a rapper, you know, that could barely rap in hip hop and then they want to have every rapper with a ghostwriter because it's almost like they want to control the content every rapper raps. Like they want to be able to make sure rappers 
um, say this or say that or push this agenda through their rap. So they want to have full control of the rapper. It's like you really are a puppet because they write everything for you. They tell you how to act. They tell you how to, um, you know, how to present your music videos. They have uh, full control on how you direct the music video. So it's like everything, you're just there, but you don't really put in any kind of work into your career. And then on top of all of that, you don't own your work because they own everything. So it's like you're just being used like a trash bag. They use you and then throw you away and get the next person, use them and throw them away. I feel like this whole ghostwriting thing is definitely an industry orchestrated uh, situation where they want to have control over the words. Because back then, rappers were reckless. They used to talk about the government, the police, all this stuff in their rap. So now that has come to the point where... It's like, okay, so we need to control what they say, how they say it, what they do. It's like they don't want artists to have that kind of self-expression anymore. They want to be able to express their view of what they feel these artists should be talking about. But see, even with the, you know, I agree with what you said, but with the whole um, lyrical side of it, even with that aspect from Tierra, I don't even think that that would affect how big or you know how big she becomes it just goes back to erica question are we matching them up to the bar that nikki set and making it seem like okay this person has to do what she did and oh yeah because i mean everybody's compared to nikki so yeah that's that's definitely it that's true but see, match. with with that i don't even think that is really the whole situation the whole thing that it bought on boggs down to is the fact that can these artists be diverse and i think with tiara i feel like she could be diverse she just gotta show it and even with the little the segment that she did on youtube with you know even the small clips of her song she gave like these little visuals the visuals was good the bars was good too but i feel like when it comes to having okay i'm gonna put it this way she can dumb down to this this whole trap wave and still kill it. Uh-huh. And she's done it with through that little clip because I sent you the link. I don't know if you watched it yet, but the the um Well you sent that to me when? Um I believe I shared it on Twitter. We was talking about her. I had made the tweet oh, and I was okay, like, if yeah. she if she make you know, if she blow up, she's gonna be a problem. That little that clip that she did on YouTube and it showed the different songs that she did and the different visuals and she even like dummy down to like a trap beat and still kill it and I feel like and then she had won the the freshman cover thing she was the one that was eating a bag of chips mm-hmm. and I feel like she has this type of personality that people may think that's weird but to me, I actually like it. I like the image. And I just think that eventually it's going to get to a point where she's going to really blow up and nobody's going to know how to stop her. And she's going to show that diversity and the culture is just going to have to accept it. And I think that people are going to gravitate to her and with her coming in the game at the rate that she would, then maybe the bar will be set a little higher and push the ones that aren't doing nothing is going to push them to want to be based on her level, if that makes sense. 
I can I can see that. I can. I do still think that it all it all has to do with diversity. She's gonna have to show it throughout her music like before because they don't really the only reason I'm gonna say this the only reason why Cardi did not have to show is because she had what is called a marketing personality. Her personality was a marketing brand. Mm-hmm. Was a marketing brand. So because of that they knew that this woman's personality gives her this natural ability to market whatever she does. It doesn't matter what it is. She can naturally market that um, that brand or that um, career opportunity or choice. So that's what it is with her. And this is why, <clears throat> this is one thing I have talked about before and I've always compared it to. I was like, the difference between Nicki and Cardi is that Nicki possessed the natural abilities of hip-hop, which makes her a, a pro. A, 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 I would like to say like a, yeah, a pro in hip-hop. She possessed the natural abilities of what it takes to make a hip-hop icon. Mm-hmm. And because of that, she will always be superior in hip-hop than Cardi B. But Cardi B have what is called a universal marketing personality. So it does not matter if she does hip-hop or she does acting or she or, or she's promoting a brand she may not possess the natural abilities to excel in those areas but she has a personality that would allow her to promote it and you know use it as a um as a tool that she could promote so that's really the difference between the two but i feel like with uh tiara i i can see what you're saying like she could um she could come up she could um run the game and even at some point become the next bar that's set for other rappers to come in and try to match that. But as of right now, with Nicki being that diverse rapper, the blueprint has always been is to be diverse. Kim, to an extent, she was somewhat, um, she wasn't as diverse, nowhere near as diverse as Nicki, but she was diverse for her time. For the time mm-hmm. she was in, she was diverse for her time period. Nicki happened to have shown throughout all of her mixtape and stuff back then that she was on a super, super far level of diversity. And because of all that, and they saw that, it was like, yeah, this girl definitely could come in. She could, she's so diverse, she could do anything. So it was less work on them having to try to force them to something because she could actually do it. So then right. now you have all these other female rappers coming in. They're, they're matching them to that diversity. If you pay attention to all of the rappers that they signed, they're mad. They're trying to make them as diverse as Nikki. The only thing is, not many of them can actually pull it off, and we've seen mm-hmm. that they just can't pull it off at all. But like with Cardi, you've seen her doing all these different styles of music, like even reggae music. They even tried calypso beats. Like they're really trying to make her as diverse because you know why? In hip hop, they only can have one female rapper that's on top, and if it's not Nikki, they're gonna want uh, Cardi to be that girl. Mm-hmm. And the issue that I'm looking at as of now with this wave is just that diversity is this wave right now so until it becomes another thing another topic or another um another field it's just that's what it is right now is diversity and that's and that's what all these girls are getting compared to and being pushed to do is diverse music because they want them to be able to dominate every different field they possibly can do like what Nicki did she dominated in every field she came in she did hip hop she then dominated pop she said a black girl could come in take over pop which is a white um, a white genre and take over it and then run it and then not even just that she was smart enough not just to run pop but also bridge it with hip hop so now they're both really are one if you pay attention that's what it is now hip hop is pop now mm-hmm. so then it's just like it's just the fact that it's all it all boils down to diversity 
and that's what they look for because of certain artists who set that tone in hip hop that you have to be diverse. That's just the new it. So if Tierra can show that she could be as diverse as other artists or have any form of that natural ability to be able to excel in different genres of music, she can be signed, most definitely. Yeah. I think I think eventually she's going to get to that point. It's just, you know, it's going to take time and people actually yeah, time noticing. Yeah. And it's another artist I want y'all to check out. I don't know if she have, like, music out there yet. But she has done freestyles and different things. But her name is Lady London. I heard that name before. Yeah, she's from New York. Listen, Lyrical Beast. I feel I put her in the same position as Lauren Hill, though. And reason Uh being is because the the subject or the different subjects that she talk about when she freestyles and different things like that, her mindset is sort of like how Lauren was when she was, you know, in her prime. No, oh, so it was like the the female J. Cole? Yeah, like sorta of like on that that whole level where like with the miseducation of Lauren Hill, like how basically like how she um rapped on doo wop or um final hour different things like that. Like that's how Lady London mindset is. And lyrically, I think that she's really dope. Um, now, I even had a conversation with her on Twitter um, one day, and I was trying to get out of her, like, do she know how to sing? Mm-hmm. But then she told me no. But then some dude, I'm guessing he knew her or whatever, and he came in on the tweet and was like, nah, she lying. She do know how to sing. But, I mean, I haven't seen no video or nothing like that um, with her singing. But freestyle-wise, she's really dope. But I think if she have, like, a big break, she'll be, you know, somebody that they'll be watching, too. And even, um, I say Jid. I don't, some people might say J.I.D., but the dude from Dreamville. Uh-huh. He even... Um, I believe he had tweet her and said that he was watching her for a while and he wanted to collab with her. So who knows? She might make that big breakthrough soon. You never know, but y'all should check her out. She's dope. Oh yeah, definitely. I'll definitely check her out. If you know, if they could rap and sing, that's all they really need as far as diversity. Mm-hmm. Because whatever you can't really spit bars on, if you could sing, exactly. they could look like you yeah, you could take over that genre if you sing it in so it's just if she can sing she definitely got a chance mm-hmm. that's true so how do y'all feel about this whole Chris Brown and his lyrics and all this other stuff that people trying to drill him for I think the internet has become <laughs> yeah. very 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 sensitive um this is the first time that Chris Brown has said something about, you know, white-skinned mm-hmm. women or, you know, whatever, in his music. So, I don't understand what the problem is. Um, I guess they feel like, oh, not all black people have good hair. Well, <laughs> exactly. that ain't his it's fault. Not- My thing is, yeah, he, everybody has a preference. I don't understand why it's never a back, uh, you know, a backlash when 
when certain men say that they only like dark-skinned women, like, everybody feel like, oh, well, yeah, he likes dark-skinned. Yeah, that's it. Probably I do it loud. But when mm-hmm. somebody says that they like light-skinned right. women, y'all have a problem with it. Well, he shouldn't be, should be saying it. Why not? You say that you like dark-skinned men. You say that you like light-skinned men. Y'all say that light-skinned men got a little ding-dings. So it's like, what the, what's, what is the difference between... Someone saying a star saying what they like, what women they like, versus mm. even you know regular people saying what they like. I just feel like the media is too sensitive right now, and it, it's gonna stay sensitive. They're they're gonna be sensitive. It's always gonna be a problem with something. Um, everybody wants to be accepted, but with everybody trying to be accepted, right. you're right. coming down they, on somebody yeah, else. Afford- How? Like they, they're trying to force these artists to like what they feel is accepted, and that's just not it. Chris Brown, like he's light skinned himself, so if he likes other light skinned girls, that's his choice, that's his preference. Like I don't see. He was Rihanna. Rihanna and I don't have black. Like, Rihanna does not have black people. Situation came up. Right. Like she, she does not have like you know thick hair. So it's like, how can y'all be offended? Even women that he's dated. Mm-hmm. Oh, he doesn't like dark skinned women. So what? So what? And that what, what's the problem? He don't like dark skinned women. So what? <laughs> I don't like light bright. The fact that you said like light bright, bright we had nicknamed this dude at high school light bright, like... but go ahead. <laughs> I don't like light brights. Why? Some of them to me seem like they're a little sensitive. If I can sit here, if I can tell you off low key, like if we're like having a little debate or a little conversation, and then like you just start to have an attitude, oh, I got your ass now. Now I got you. So now I know for a fact that I can like, you know, say certain things to you and you you just mad now. So it's like, I don't like, I don't like light skin, light brights. I do not like the light brights. I'll date like a, a, you know, a brown skin guy, mm-hmm. but the light brights, they're too sensitive. They they really think highly of themselves. And That's it's like, true. sit down, Because even okay? when my best friend texted me about it last night, she was like, how you feel about everybody um, drilling Chris Brown? And I was like, what you talking about? Because I wasn't even paying attention to nothing that was happening. So when I went and Googled it, I was like, so these niggas really mad over something he said in a song? I exit Google and went back to watching TV. Like, that was so stupid because why are you mad at the fact that he have a preference? Nobody is out here stopping you from Mm -hmm. saying, oh, well, I want a nigga that got a degree. So, will you think all the people that you out here, you calling them dumb? Are you going to get mad if these males come to you and be like, oh, so you calling me dumb because you want a nigga that got a degree? Like, it, it makes no sense. And when I seen that, when she texted to me, I had not too long ago passed somebody who made a tweet and was like, so Chris Brown really out here calling black girls nappy-headed. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, how? How did that? How and did like, that... <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it at all. You know and what? It's just, that, it's just I because just they hate Chris it. Brown. That's just what it is. Like, he's... He's facing that his own little hate wave of people that just hate him won't forgive him for a situation he did so long ago. Mm-hmm. But y'all have no problem with other artists who admit that they have, they have done worse than Chris Brown. And y'all sat there, y'all listen to them, y'all support them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's just got to the point like what is, what is it? What does Chris Brown have to do for y'all to just let it go? 
Mm-hmm. It's over with Rihanna done. Rihanna done let it they're go. Not, they're not gonna let it go. Exactly. So why are y'all taking up a situation that even Rihanna herself don't care for? She's over with. Like she just don't care about it. He don't care about it. They moved on from that. Mm-hmm. But he's gonna be always classified as yeah. that because that's what that's what the people are going to do. They don't like they didn't see her as being the abuser. She definitely was the abuser. You you started it. You were the abuse you hit him and then when he hit you back, now it's a problem. Now I don't condone, you know, right. men putting their hands on women and vice versa, but it's like why wasn't she in trouble? Why didn't she, she you know, get a citation or something? Right. Like <laughs> I didn't understand that. You clearly was hitting on that man. You clearly was. You didn't deserve it, yeah. but you definitely was sitting there here putting your hands on that man. Now, if he would have said that to the police on her, he would have been looked at as crazy. Just the same. I, I just don't understand that either. But they're going to always paint. They're going to paint certain artists out as as these evil people because of things that they have done in their past. Mm-hmm. Chris Brown has been in the spotlight since he was a teenager, even younger than that. But they're going to use that. That man has not been able to live his life. And when he does try to live his life, it's always something. They be lying on him just as well as they be lying on niggas. Yeah, they're the most hated. They're, like, they they're cool. The like, <laughs> I believe they've had... It's, yeah, it, they've had conversations. Exactly. And, like, you, be, you heard what they <laughs> exactly. said about you today? <laughs> and this is what said about you today. Because it, it just doesn't make any sense. But I didn't feel anything wrong with what he said. Now, I'm a brown-skinned brown woman. And... I mean, <laughs> I just didn't feel, I didn't even listen to the song. I just seen the lyrics and I was just like, okay, all right. He likes black women with good hair. Okay. What's the exactly. problem? Either you going to believe with your hair or you're not. So <laughs> what's the problem? So it's like, I don't know. I think they just, everybody is sensitive. They're going to make something. I see people, oh, he's wrong for that. He's wrong. Wrong for what? Wrong for what? Y'all was okay when he said he liked exactly. big booty. So what happened to the little booty girl? <laughs> Why y'all want out? The little booty girls gonna come out and be like, it's just... my butt big. Like, just make a joke out of it and keep going. Like, right? It's like they are selective. They have selective hatred for selective things that people say. Um, and I just don't think Chris Brown did anything wrong. Now he he is mm-hmm. he has been defending himself. <laughs> Which uh, he go always exactly. <laughs> they're going ham on anybody, but yes, and I, you know, and I, I exactly. applaud that because not too many people would say anything, you know. And I mean, I don't think he did anything wrong. It's it's just to me, it's just the same as these other rappers that in their videos they have the light skinned girls with mm. the big booties and stuff, but don't nobody say anything. Right. Nobody says anything about that. But now it's a problem because our artists, such as Chris Brown, said what he said. And it's an issue. And I don't understand it. But he didn't do nothing wrong. They're going to keep messing with Chris yeah. Brown. They're going to keep messing with these certain artists. And right. I don't understand yeah, how they're not tired of it. They should be. I mean, after all, it's been years. You would think, like, they would have been over that situation by now. But they're just like... No, we just got started. We're going to keep talking about you until you leave. And even after you leave, we're still going to talk about you. So, uh-huh. it's just, it's crazy how they, mm-hmm. what some artists say so much controversial and crazy 
think and let them get away with it. Then when it's Chris Brown or it's Nikki or something, they say one little thing, not even offending nobody, and they still find some way to twist it into something it's not. Yeah, just like the whole, just like the whole purple chick. Yeah, they're gonna also do the that. The minute Nikki said that <laughs> niggas out here thinking she out here body shaming, like shut the freak up. They put that turkey on the back of Molly neck. <laughs> you put that turkey on like the back of Molly neck when she been on you that did. stage grinding up on Robin Thicke. Quit trying to make it seem like Nikki was out here um, body shaming her. They been called her a chicken. And you have the same the outfit you had on was the same color as exactly. your skin. You look like a Purdue chicken. That's exactly what money looks like up there. Why are you up there looking like that? I did. I never. They had on some red. She look. You know who she looks like. You remember on Rugrats, the doll and Jonathan's Bentia. That's exactly who she looked like up there. And when I seen that, I was like, this woman really just. But my thing was at that time. She was with that with her husband. Oh, now. She was okay. with him. They were dating. They were dating when all this was happening. She had broken, broken. I remember she had broken off with mm. him, oh, and yeah, that's when she, she started like, going wild. She went crazy. Right. She might have been young, but you were with you. You were in a relationship with this man. And I had remember that they had. She had broken off for a while. And he let her do that and was like, you know, she just want to be herself. She just want to be, you know, go out there and do whatever. I recall that. They, that girl knew what she was doing. Miley, ugh, I don't, ooh, I never even liked Miley. I never understood why people like that girl. I like, only like one song, USA. I like the one she was USA. playing in Montana, but after it. that, I didn't care for her. No, no, she was never funny, funny to me on Hannah Montana. Like, the okay, one who was so funny was, was the friend. I could tolerate it. I'll just say that. I could tolerate it. I mean, it was like it was a country show, yeah, so you know it was, it was a funny country little kid show. Which yeah, I liked it too. But she wasn't funny. The friend, the, the two yeah. friends were the funny yeah, one, and her true. brother. Those are the ones who were funny. She wasn't funny. Good. <laughs> I'd be like, stop it. Now stop I it. can't lie. Stop it. Because I did stop like Becker's album. I can't lie. Oh no. I didn't. I don't. I never really. I was never a Miley fan. I think a lot of um of her fans um, only liked her because it was like at first she went with this little sweet little girl look and then she just went wild and she's like well, this mm-hmm. is who I am type thing I don't think that's who she is mm-hmm. I think she was just doing it just to be up there doing it now I do think you know she might a little of it might have been her but the route she was going you had mm-hmm. black dancers up there twerking like what are you doing you're a whole country singer. That's true. You're supposed to be over here talking about yeah. love. What are you that's doing? Just, that's just funny. They compared her to three different so animals. They said she looked like a giraffe. They said she looked like a deer, and now she's like a chicken. <laughs> she did. And and I was so happy that Nikki said something, because you yeah. definitely sat there and used my name for clout. How many times has Nikki smiley name? No. When you're using somebody else's name for clout, that's when you know something had happened between exactly. whoever, whatever artist, and that, that certain artist. And you sat there and used their names and sat there and tried to get these people to buy your mm-hmm. your um your record or whatever you were selling. That's how you're using people. So what was your reason right. to bring up my name in exactly. your stuff like that? 
And it's like to the point where Nikki hadn't even, what, she had a couple mm-hmm. of songs where she said she Hannah, she the Hannah Montana, whatever. <laughs> Damn name, Molly. Oh, yeah, she said she was a black You, that was a kid. Yeah, she said a black Hannah Montana. She said something else about Hannah Montana. Like, I ain't never heard her use the actual name, Miley. Yeah, exactly. Unless she said, what's, what's good, Miley? Like, she said that in one of her songs. Like, but that was... That was that. It wasn't to sit here and be like, oh, mm-hmm. right. hey, I'm going to use you for clout. That's true. So, y'all have any other questions or anything y'all want to touch on? Because we're getting close to that time limit. No, I can't think. No. No. There's nothing else. Yeah, I think we did pretty good on this episode. Yeah, I feel like we we stayed on topic. We talked about what was needed to talk about. We had different views. I feel like we did good. Definitely, definitely. Well, I guess this is our um the end of episode nine, part two of episode eight. And y'all can best believe that y'all will be hearing more of us. So just stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was episode nine, part two of episode eight. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I also want y'all to go follow my boy T on Twitter. And you can follow him at Tance, T-A-N-C-E underscore Trey, T-R-E. But thank y'all for tuning in and stay tuned because we got more to come.